Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Hello. <laughs> We're Peace. back. Okay, so we are back with the girls again today, um, Nina and Dominique. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> They're us? back. Did you miss us? <laughs> you know, actually, they probably did miss you because we have to say yeah. we had more engagement when you guys came on. We had so many people commenting that they loved you guys coming on. So Aww, we, so sweet, guys. I know. Yeah. And so Thanks for the support, everyone. We <laughs> have made a so executive popular. decision. Yes. We had a board meeting last week. <laughs> and we decided that we want to bring the girls on at least once a month to do um, just anything that's on your hearts and minds and um, give us your wisdom. And so today we just wanted to kind of continue. Gosh, I feel like this is all we talk about is um, this quarantine. But I think from a um, different perspective of these girls that it's uh, something um one of us is single, and then one of us is getting married soon. She's the Corona bride, people. <laughs> Called the Corona bride. That's yeah, and it's causing up and ups and downs in their emotions, and so we just wanted to explore the feelings and uh, address any questions that probably some of the younger generation is having, or just, mm-hmm. or even not even. I don't even want to say younger generation, but maybe other single women out there, other um, women out there that are engaged that are planning weddings or dating, dating, whatever it is and what, um, what they're feeling right now. And so we asked Dominique and Nina to help us understand how they're feeling in this situation because both of these girls are going through different times in their life and dealing with stuff. So I want to start with Dominique and I want to ask what your biggest obstacle or fear of living alone is right now. And what do you feel like at the end of the day? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I live alone, and for me, like, I've lived with roommates for most of my life, so coming back home, I really wanted to, one thing I've always wanted to do before I settled down is actually live on my own completely, because um, I just always wanted to feel that independence, Mm -hmm. so I'm also, I'm a really independent person, I love being alone, I love being by myself, um, but this has been kind of... You also love your family. Though. I also love my family. I mean, I moved back across the country for you guys. Oh, I know. So I love you. But... I love you. There, I said it. I'm there. I said it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, like, I, I just, I, I do like being alone. I enjoy my, my freedom to be alone mm-hmm. um but with this being kind of like okay you have to be alone you know yeah. it's like very forced yeah um and it's really hard sometimes to kind of wrap your head around that and I think just and you don't do well with roles I don't do well with roles <laughs> yeah and that's not my strong suit but 
I mean, I like it's definitely been a time where you know I spent I spent a solid three days by myself because, mm-hmm. um, like I said before, you know I've been going back and forth between my parents and my apartment because I don't see anyone when I go outside, so I feel like it's super safe for me to get in right. a car and go to their place. Especially because I live alone, I'm not bringing anything back into mm-hmm. my apartment. Mm-hmm. Like if I do, I'm cleaning my apartment the next day. So mm-hmm. definitely, I can say my apartment has been the cleanest it's ever it been. Looks so pretty. <laughs> I do think, like, when your, like, rooms are a mess, your life is a mess. Mm. And so I have felt such a calmness by, like, keeping everything very clean. Like, Mm. even something as simple as I hate doing my dishes. So something as simple as, like, doing my dishes and putting that away and and getting it very clean, it it just has made me feel so much, like, calmer and had, like, a different kind of peace. That's something Mm. you can control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny that you say that, though, because people, I mean, well, Phyllis has made fun (laughs) of me before that my house is, my house is always clean. Yeah. But but because I've worked from home for so long Mm -hmm. that I have to have my house clean Mm -hmm. because then I can't concentrate on what I need to do. So yeah, you you just kind of need it to be in order so that you can do your work. So that makes a lot of sense as to, you know, wanting to feel like your place is clean. It makes you feel in control and it makes you feel calm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've been doing that. I've been, you know, burning my candles, (laughs) the calm candles. Um, and I just think at the end of the day, you know, it does feel a little bit lonely. And like I said, I spent that solid three days by myself. Um, and that was kind of a different perspective because I was like, I almost wanted to do it in the sense of I wanted to see how it feels really being quarantined. And it is different. You know, I have to call my friends on FaceTime. Like I was on FaceTime with Mm -hmm. my friends last night and, you know, we're just watching TV together at the same time, but it's like different because you can't really talk with one another you can't pause it (laughs) you can't you know chit chat real quick so um yeah I mean it's just it's been a different feeling and we were talking about even possibly online dating and like what does that look like now and we're just like I don't want to do it like I really don't like the online dating thing it's just not my thing I don't feel it but I also at the same time like well right now everyone's forced to do that if you Mm want to be in a relationship so it's either you do go on that to try to find that like connection that partnership or you're just gonna wait it out and Mm. see what happens which i might Mm. be in that boat (laughs) (laughs) well okay so that's that is a good point because yeah there is no dating right now as far as that goes or if you're dating it's like you meet on one of these these um apps and then they're like do a zoom date which i just think Uh, is so so weird like yeah it's different i mean it may work first it It may work it's whatever you feel comfortable yeah i think that's interesting because i think people automatically assume oh well this generation they they i mean this is no big deal because they're used to being online they're used to doing you know they're not as social you know they don't pick up the phone and talk as much whatever but i think it's kind of each person's opinion as to what you know i mean it is a little weird online. Like for me, I think online dating is a little strange because you know they don't look the same when they go yeah. to dinner with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can hide a lot. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, we've known a lot insane. of people who have online dated and met the love yeah, of their life totally. and have beautiful lives. And so it's it's what you feel comfortable yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't do it just because everyone else is doing it. Right. And, yeah, forcing and living your way in a small it, town, but... like you kind of know yeah. some of the people that are on there. So for me, like if I see someone that I know, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. You like, I don't want to swipe right. No, don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. So on the flip side of that, then you have Nina, who's trying to maneuver, um, 
a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, (laughs) getting married, like planning all this stuff. But I want to know, like, how is it um, getting together with your fiance during this quarantine? And like, how has that changed your communication? Because you guys, there's not a lot of places you can go (laughs) and you have to just be together. And maybe that's opening up some different conversation between you. Yeah, I mean, I think it definitely has been a change however we have been long distance our whole whole relationship Mm -hmm. uh we did two years in long distance um so i think we're kind of used to not seeing each other as much i think we it kind of oddly enough prepared us for the quarantine um but i will say the communication has changed i think we've both had to learn to kind of communicate with each other more about how we're feeling about this whole process Mm. you know with canceling bachelor bachelorette parties and bridal showers and me moving back Mm -hmm. and you know us trying to figure out where we're going to live like it's taken a lot of communication both of us have had to sit down and be like what how are you feeling with all of this Mm -hmm. and checking in with one another almost every week you know having to say what's what's going on in your mind how are you processing this so yeah I think we've both learned to communicate more of our disappointments and um more just like just knowing each other like what are you stressed about? What are you mm-hmm. What are you feeling at this moment? And I will say though, it's it's binded us together. Like I think, wow. in an odd way, it's made us more connected because we're constantly checking in with one yeah. another. Yeah, you can't run away from yeah. it. Yeah, 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 you can't. And although it sucks to have to do this right now, mm-hmm. it's honestly not really much of a change because mm-hmm. we've gone weeks without seeing each other before. Where now it's just a different form of it. You know, it sucks because we're in the same town now, but. Mm-hmm we're kind of continuing the same communication as we did when I live in Orange County and he lives in Northern California. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Wasn't it, um, you had said something the other day and I don't even know if you're going to remember this, but you had talked about checking in. You were talking about some relationship. I think it was a relationship podcast you had listened to and they were talking about um, checking in and how are you feeling, like asking those questions. Do you remember what he said? I don't remember exactly, but I, it was something along the lines mm-hmm. of like making sure like once a week, like, I think they did, yeah. like, every Sunday, and I don't remember who it was. I wish it was I Mike did. Foster. Maybe it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said to sit down with your significant other, like, say, on a Sunday, and just be, what were your highs this week? What were your lows mm. this week? How did, did you learn a lesson this week? Um, what do you think you could do better? And how are you feeling at this moment? Just kind of checking in with one another. So we've really been trying to be serious with mm-hmm. making sure that, we're checking in with one another about our feelings because it can be portrayed in different ways. Like mm-hmm. I'll say yesterday, like I went to him and I was like, I'm just not feeling today. Like mm. today's just been hard. And we sat down and talked about it. And I feel like it connected us more because he kind of understands how I'm feeling about not being able to celebrate as a bride. And mm-hmm. for him, you know, he's trying to get his credentials as a teacher right now. So that's another stress that's been on his mm-hmm. mind. So being able to communicate in that way has been really good. So it's a little bit of positive in this craziness for us. So are you feeling still encouraged with continuing your plans for your wedding, or are you feeling, like, discouraged? It comes in waves. (laughs) I feel like one day I'm like, okay, it's okay. You know, whatever happens, happens. And then the next day I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to have the wedding of my dreams. (laughs) Yeah, and I will say, like, right now all we want to do is just get married. Yeah. And I think it's brought simplicity to our relationship Mm. and at the end of the day everything else is extra Mm -hmm. you know everything Mm. of the celebrations and the huge ceremony we know it's just extra and that would be a little icing on the cake Mm. if we were able to get that 
But at the end of the day, we just we just want to get married. Yeah. We want to be together. Were you that little girl that always dreamed of your wedding? Oh, day? totally. You were. Yeah, and but what's funny is he was always he'll he'll definitely say this to you too. He was the guy that always thought about getting married too. So that is it's kind of funny. ironic. Yeah, <laughs> both in this situation. I feel like if this happened to Ariel, she would be okay with it because yeah. she never she dreamed of her wedding day. No, no, she didn't which want totally shocked me when she was getting married and we were doing that all this planning. She was like, yeah. I have no idea. I have never. Like, and I, I was like, happy if we just went to what? Because it was like I dreamed of her wedding day. So right. both of the girls since the day they were born, I thought yeah. about like how in my mind, like how it would be and stuff. So yeah. it's funny because some girls have that dream mm-hmm. since they were a little girl, and yeah. some don't. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you know your emotions are probably mm-hmm. all over the place because. Um, if you've had that dream in your head since you were a yeah. little girl, like this is a huge disappointment if it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. We still don't know if it's not going to happen because your wedding's in June. So we're just praying it. it's going to happen it day, by day. day yeah. by day. But, yes. um, but I like that. I think the bigger thing is a lot of times girls focus on the wedding mm-hmm. and the wedding has nothing to do with the marriage. The marriage. Yeah. 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 Totally. And that's one thing with this whole quarantine, we've focused, not that we didn't focus before, yeah. but we're focusing more intentionally on our relationship yeah. where we're having to become like more creative dates, you know, yeah. more conversations with one another instead of just watching TV. Right. Like where before it would be kind of casual, Yeah. you know, and now that it wasn't important. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't overly important. And now it's caused us to actually learn to communicate better. And mm-hmm. we've crazy enough, like the past couple weeks, we've seen like more improvements in our relationship mm-hmm. than ever before. And I think because it's forced us to work on things that we weren't great at. Yeah. You know, before. Well, you see all those programs with the bridezillas, how like every, like the girls have to wear this certain color and you yeah. got to lose five yeah. pounds and you got to look this right. way and you got to do this. And I better have the white flowers. Mm-hmm. And None you just, even yeah, you look at that and you go, <laughs> Okay, but what does that have to do with the rest of your life? Like, I understand you want things to look aesthetically beautiful, but like Rhonda and I have talked about so much, like everyone's on equal ground right now. There is no haves and haves nots Mm -hmm. anymore. It's like we are all in the same place. And so um, the bigger issue is the relationships. And so I think it's really good that you guys are nurturing that. That's like super important because that's the thing that's going to make your marriage last. Not that you wore the prettiest Mm -hmm. dress or that everyone saw you with your white flowers or, you know, whatever it is. And and not that those are bad. Like I, you know, I love all that really stuff too. But I think, you know, when you put that above Mm -hmm. everything else, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to die if I don't have the wedding of my dreams. No, no, no. That has nothing to do with your marriage. Well, I think it's showing you too, like how you guys are going to react in a crisis. Yeah. Like like, 10 years down the line, something crazy happens. Because it will. Like stuff's going to happen like this that, you know. That's out of your control. Out of your control. And, you know, for you, John, I was thinking as Nina was talking, you know, I'm really proud of you because you're single right now, right? And you had said, I think it was in the episode we did, the very first one we did with you guys, you said that you're taking this time to really like focus Mm -hmm. on you. And Mm -hmm. I think that's so important because when you do get to the point of finding someone who is your soulmate, who's your person, you know exactly what you want. Like you're not going to settle for anything less than that because you've already done the self-work. And I think that's the problem a lot of times is people want to be in a relationship to be in a relationship, you know, instead of working on themselves and their shortcomings. And, and I know that, you know, Nina had 
a little time when she was single in between her last relationship and Roger. And I remember her just really working on loving Nina and learning to accept mm-hmm. Nina. And, and yeah. you know, she did get into a relationship after, um, before, right, like with Roger, not too quickly, but it, you know, she, she had that time though, to be able to, mm-hmm. to process. And I think, I mean, what are you, I mean, what would, what advice would you give to like single girls right now as far as like, well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely important to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, that was something I always said in my last relationship. I'd always tell my ex, like, I know who I am. Like, mm-hmm. I am this person. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a fearful woman of God. Right. Like, I am a strong worker. Like, I, you know, X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. right? But it's because I've had those years to really hone in on who I am. Yeah. And it's also taken a lot of, you know, prayer time and, like, diving into your Bible and, mm-hmm. like, just really focusing on, like, God, show me who I am. Like, tell me who I am, you know, because... Mm-hmm he's the one that made you like he knows and it's having that relationship with God because yes at the end of the day if you get married it's you and this person but you also have God in the relationship as well Mm -hmm. so you know one thing I always said was like I have a relationship with God right now he's my relationship my partner will have their relationship with God but when we come together and we get married then we have the relationship Mm -hmm. with God right so it's not even just our own relationships anymore it is you know our mm-hmm. other relationships mixed into yeah. a third, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of different. So you have to know like how to have that relationship with him. And then you kind of go, okay, now I know who I am. I feel comfortable with who I am. I feel comfortable in my skin. Let's bring someone else. Cause it's like what everyone says, you know, you have to find that person that wants to walk with you, not someone that you pull or right. someone that drags you along. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to be able to grow with them too. And I think, yeah. and I do, you know, I mean with our girls, Christian dating is very different, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you know, and, I, and people, have, yeah. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, no, I'm no, sorry no. to all the Christian daters, but yeah, it can be it can, very, annoying. it can be yeah. very annoying. And yeah. I mean, yeah, Nina would always be like, I don't know, I'm not sure about this oh, whole Christian me. dating thing. At this point in my life, I'm like, do I even really want to go date again? Do I even really want to find a partner? Like, part of me doesn't even <laughs> yeah. want to. Well, well I'm I like, think I don't that's a bigger question too. Is like, it's not that you're less than if you're single too. That's the other thing I really want to point out is like. We're not all here to just, like, you know, find your spouse, like, get married. It's, like, when Mm -hmm. that happens, that's great, but it happens for every girl at different times. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're less than if you're a single girl living in this world right now. And especially during this time, it can be very isolating and lonely. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, Dom seeing that it can also be a time of growth. So Mm -hmm. you get to work on who you are and know that you are enough. So if she doesn't find someone in the next 10 years, it doesn't mean that she's less than the person that's Mm -hmm. getting married at 22 or 25. Or, you know, everyone's on a different path. And right. you have to hone in on the other relationships you have as well. Because right. it's like, you know, my relationship with my family, it's always pretty good. It's not like we ever really have crazy stri- I mean, I work with them, so it has to be good. <laughs> yeah. But she, she won't get a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. I know, right? It's like, shoot, I gotta so be nice on. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like my, my best friends, I've been doing so much more things yeah. to like reach out to my friends. Like I made cinnamon rolls the other day and oh, I she texted did. all my friends and I was like, hey, I have something for you. I had a friend going through like a really just hard spot at the moment and I text her and I was like I have a surprise for you like you know let me know when you're home and she lives in like a town over so I drove like 20 minutes out of my way to go drop this off but I wanted to because I was like that is how I'm showing my friends that I love them that I care about them that I'm thinking about them like I think you learn how to 
have a better relationship by mm. honing in also on your friendships as well. Yeah, that's and I good. think that's so true. I mean, I I mean, even your and Nina's relationship. I mean, it's kind of we we laugh because mm-hmm. they were not close. No, like, well, at all. I was I was um, Nina's nanny for. Like, <laughs> that's, uh, true. That's, true. that's true. That's true. It always felt like we were years yeah. apart. Like, it was like, there's no way we could ever be friends. Mm. But you, we're totally yeah. we're totally but not that far it apart. It all changes once you all go to college and graduate. It's like, yeah. you're kind of all on the same plane. Like, that's yeah. your mom and I are 20 years yeah, different. Yeah, But what I think is interesting, though, is that you guys, it's funny when you find friendships, too, because mm-hmm. Phyllis and I are very opposite, mm-hmm. and you and Dom are very opposite, mm-hmm. and Dom reminds me a lot of Kalia. She does. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. she can make yeah, you laugh. Totally. She kind of brings out that but it's almost like you, you, like, I need a friend like that. Yeah. Because if I had a friend that was like me, we'd be boring. Like, yeah. I, never I totally get it. You <laughs> would like, be like stressed Dawn. out all the time. If I had a friend like me, I would be stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you're too much for me, please leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. My, my best friend, Addie, is probably just yeah, the same as me. But we, like we have you. our moments where we just kind of, we don't talk for a little bit. And we come together, we're like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> No, but it's true. I think it's, it does, you know, this time, not only with regular, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend relationships, but friendships, Mm -hmm. like you're going to notice that, you know, the things that used to bug you probably don't as much anymore because it's like, you're trying to, you're like, I can kind of let that go. Yeah. I can let that go. That's not that big of a deal. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I think we're all learning how to just be better people in general I, I mean I feel like I hope that we are I do too yeah. I mean I hope that people are really taking the time to be more introspective yeah. of their lives but I mean I will I was telling Phyllis earlier today I go I am 100% proud of Nina and Roger because none of this has been easy I mean yeah. it has not been they've been like in bridal boot camp okay so <laughs> yeah I'm Seriously. like you know I mean it's been hard and you know yeah they have hard days and it's tough but I feel like you guys have really like managed it well and I think that just proves that your relationship is good and solid so you can walk in to marriage going yeah this is my person because a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. won't make it through this a lot of people that are dating will probably be single by the end Mm -hmm. this is over because they They were joking saying the the baby rate is going to go up (laughs) all the COVID babies and the divorce rate is going to go up and I kind of believe that because it's Mm -hmm. really going to be a test of like do you love this person for like who they are their personality Mm -hmm. what they bring to the table or do you just love them because of xyz because you want the frilly white dress yeah like (laughs) you just wanted to get married yeah and i think it's teaching people to be more intentional too Mm -hmm. like where you don't have you can't go out on on Mm -hmm. beautiful dates you can't go and take those vacations like not literally have you have no hair or nails right now yeah Yeah. so true it's like you're looking at your got no false eyelashes the acrylics the eyelashes it's all eyebrows yeah do you really love me everything you're coming out this is the real me no it's so true yeah. 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 Well, I think, yeah, it is. It's teaching people to be intentional and sincere in the relationships, like even in friendships, not even just your spouses and your boyfriend and girlfriends, like mm-hmm. being able to show your love in different ways, like mm-hmm. what Dom did. Like, I think that's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. being able to intentionally seek out your friends where before you'd be so busy with everything else and you forget, you know, to contact that one friend that you haven't so talked to them in a month yeah. or so. Yeah. Like now it's bonding people more together yeah, yeah. you're like can we all just eliminate the oh i'm so busy once we oh, yeah, get back to so can we never say that again <laughs> i'm so busy i just don't have time I for know. well i actually whatever. am really busy <laughs> with all your stuff you are busy. 
and thankfully, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We are staying busy during yeah. this time, but yeah. not not busier than yeah. like what we want to do with but our. But when you think and... about even what comes from it, like you know the amount of collaboration, and we we talked to a gal earlier today, and she's writing a book on her story mm-hmm. and it's like this has given people an opportunity to be creative and to collaborate and mm-hmm. you know to to do those things I mean like I feel like in relationships in general that's what we should be doing like it's, you don't it's, have to be sitting next to somebody in order to collaborate I mean yeah. that's what is so beautiful about collaboration is yeah. you can talk on the phone you can zoom call it mm-hmm. you know you can well, be intentional making about it. people go inward too mm-hmm. and figure mm-hmm. out like who they are yeah. like what do they want for their lives and what it like uh this woman today that we mm-hmm. talked to and then i've had a couple of friends that have reached out that i haven't talked to in a long time and are saying like i'm thinking about writing a book and i'm like wow this is really bringing people's creative sides mm-hmm. out because they don't think that they're worth it I think sometimes and all of a sudden there is nothing else to do but look Mm -hmm. inside and go what is my life about like what what's my story what is um my future look like what can I bring to the table for other people and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden it's like the creative juices are flowing right people are just Mm -hmm. like I think I want to do this now or I I think it's time to find like now they have the time to finally think about doing those things that were just pipe dreams and or maybe just being a better person altogether or going deeper in their faith where mm-hmm. they haven't been able to do that before. So I think it's super cool the way um, everyone's just kind of thinking differently and yeah. going inward and kind of saying, like, you know, what is this time, this quiet time about? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you both this question. Mm. So, Dom, moving forward, what does life look like to you now? I think moving forward, uh, you know, I'm just taking it like we would keep saying day by day. So I don't really know. Like, I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know if, you know, maybe in a week or so, I keep joking my friend, like at the end of the month, if they say we're doing quarantine again, I'm getting on online dating. Like I don't care anymore, but it's like, I don't, I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen is I'm just going to keep living my life and see where it takes me. And, you know, I think it's giving me time to go, okay, I have to go into my my word. I have to be into the word every day because you don't want to just pray to God when you need something and you don't want to pray to him only when you're having hard times. You want to pray to him when you're having great times and, yeah. and hard times. But um, yeah, so I think it's been really giving me a time to, to understand my relationship with God more and really dive into that. So that's kind of where I think my future will take me, but I don't I don't know if what's going to change for me because yeah. I already work from home, really. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to. You had a big change a this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a I had a lot of big changes at the beginning of the year. <laughs> so I think I'm done with changes. Oh, yeah. yeah, She's like, I'm kind of enjoying quarantine. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> living her best life. Low key, That's though. That's what I told Korea today. I am. Her best like, life. low key, I have loved being in quarantine. Like, I'm thriving. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like not a really big like let me go out and party yeah, kind of person yeah, like yeah. I love being alone and home in my own little space so for me Making I'm like cinnamon rolls. this is great <laughs> like I've had a good time so I mean it's like week four I'm still doing okay yeah, I'm okay. not like totally losing it but and I, I think, think but you know what I think that says a lot about who you are as a person and the security you have as a person mm-hmm. because you know being a single person mm-hmm. I think it could go very quickly down yeah. you know you could be really depressed and sad about all the things you don't have and I don't have a boyfriend or text your ex and you know make that bad decision we don't want to do those bad decisions 
decisions. Yeah. <laughs> all the dating uh, podcasts I listen to, they're all like, don't text your ex. <laughs> don't text. I'm like, so true. The number one lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's from Dom Mentelli. Yeah. Her do not is, text, do not your, text ex. your ex. Even if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nina, how about you moving forward? Oh, um, honestly, I feel like just this whole situation has just allowed me to have more of like an easygoing life. Like I think I've really been trying to work on my attitude and my mindset because I'm such a control freak. Where really? just, <laughs> where do I get that from? Oh, oh, oh. and that's Charter. on our next episode. <laughs> and on our next episode, we will be having a podcast with our therapist. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, we're both. No, we are. We totally. totally. She's both she's, type A. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> I will concur. Yes. <laughs> no, I've just, I think I've really learned just like, yeah, day by day and just living each day, just cherishing little things in life, like mm. learning to cherish the little moments with family and my fiance. And I mean, my mom said it, the word pivot. And I love that. Like, I think it's so true. Like, you just, I got home and I had to cancel my bachelorette parties and I don't know about the wedding right or this wedding ceremony right now. So we're just going to pivot. We're just going to figure it out and just mm-hmm. going to learn how to manage that situation when it comes. And so I think just working on my attitude and my mindset of things and looking at it in a different lens has helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been really hard. It's been really scary, but, um, being able to just lean on the ones I love and being open in how I'm processing through all of this has really helped me and so I'm hoping when I get out of quarantine I want to be a better person like I want to get out of here and not feel like I have to control every day because and go back to that yeah like like looking at even my March calendar I'm like oh my god none of this happened Mm -hmm. even April you know I had all these flights planned of coming to visit tell me about it girl yeah Yeah. and it's like none of that even matters (laughs) yeah at the end of the day none of it even matters so Mm -hmm. being able to just go with the flow each day Mm -hmm. that's how I want to live my life now I was telling Nina the other day because we I was talking about uh the story in the Bible where God gave them enough manna for just Mm -hmm. one day. And so I was thinking about it because we've been out of flour, right? (laughs) That's like the big thing is flour. Everyone's out of flour. And but God had given enough just just for that day. And the people that were hoarding Hoarding it, it was spoiling. spoiling. And so so I just was like, oh my gosh, like that is such a great lesson for us because it's like, we have to be able to trust enough yeah. that he knows exactly what we need and he's yeah. giving us mm-hmm. our portion for the day. And and for to as a control freak, that's a really hard mm. lesson to learn because it's like I do want to know like what's gonna happen in mm-hmm. six months, what's gonna, you know, you start to That brings up such a good point because you know, all these people that are hoarding. Yeah, okay, it's paper. like <laughs> yeah. toilet, paper, toilet paper, flour, like, like hand sanitizers. And but here's the here's the point of that story going back to biblical times we have not hoarded anything Mm -hmm. and you and I have been talking about how we have gotten everything we needed Mm -hmm. right before it runs Mm -hmm. out right right Mm -hmm. so what does that say yeah he's providing like you guys you don't need to hoard stuff like he's going to provide what you need when you need it Mm -hmm. you don't need to be afraid and go out and buy 15 cases mm-hmm. of something because the store, the manufacturers even say, they're like, guys, we don't have a shortage. Right. You're making a the shortage. shortage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? And so it's like that alone is a biblical right. analogy right mm-hmm. there of saying like, why are you doing that? That's out mm-hmm. of fear. That's coming from a whole right. different place because 
he's going to provide yeah. everything we need when, well, when we you need look it. At, you know, um, across out my window, I look, see the deer all the time yes. and they're just down low eating the grass. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not in their heads going, <laughs> they're Oh my God, what if the grass runs out? You know what I mean? They're like, looking at us like, is there going to be more? Tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's just so funny because when you do think about the way the animals live and the yeah. way, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they have everything they need. And I think sometimes we just get into this, um, this mindset where we just have feel like, oh, it's not going to, there's not going to be enough. There's not going to be, you know, and I, I've told Nina many times, I'm like, no matter what happens, the fact is, is that you and Roger want to be together. So Mm -hmm. you guys are going to make the best of it. If it means having to do a wedding in the backyard, Mm -hmm. so be it. Mm -hmm. And it will still be beautiful and Mm -hmm. things will still, you know, we're going to come out of this and we're going to look back and we're going to see all these like little blessings that we might have not been able to see when we were sitting right in right. the center yeah. of yeah. the storm, right? Because yeah. the center of the storm feels awful. Awful. Mm-hmm. And it's chaos. And it's, but when we step out of it yeah. and look back it's in, the it's history be beautiful. that's, yeah, your yeah. history is beautiful. Mm-hmm. No matter, even you and I can talk uh-huh. about that because the years we've been married, the, yeah. the history of what we've gone through, you know, some were, were just horrific years yeah. and some were joyful years, but through it all, like, would you have changed anything? No. Like, no. I mean, everything that happened up until this point has made us who we are. And I mm-hmm. kind of enjoy looking back and seeing the journey mm-hmm. of like, um, you know, the hard times when we first got married. I remember just times where we were just like, we, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, we can't afford this or we can't do this or how are we going to make it through this time? Mm-hmm. And we look back and we go, oh my gosh, remember how, what a struggle that was, yeah, but we made it through yeah. and look where we are now. And yeah. so it's like that journey is that beautiful up and down, crazy, hysterical like moments, but it makes your history is, is what pulls you forward to the next thing because we both were in it together right. saying mm-hmm. we're in it together. We're going to make it through this. Even if we have to give everything up, we're still together. It's right. fine. And I think God honors that when he sees, like, you're not hoarding mm-hmm. a certain thing. You're not hoarding a house. You're not hoarding toilet paper. You're not hoarding um, whatever that love is that like isn't hoarding, focusing hoarding on the him. fact that you want, the, the, I, I want, want this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I want to be, I want to be in a relationship or yeah. I want yeah. this, my wedding the way I, I want. want to. Yeah. You know, I think growth, I think the other thing is that people need to realize that, like, this is your time to grow. So you have a choice. Like you can either choose to like live in your sorrow and your despair and all of that. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to grow and I'm going to be a better person when I come out. And I think if we can all do that, then we're going to just be yeah. better off. And, ju- and, and it'll keep you from getting, person yeah, too. it's going to keep you from getting depressed and, yeah. and getting sad and getting, you know, I, cause I get sad. I mean, I do. You know, I love crying in the shower. <laughs> it's my favorite thing these days. I woke up the other day and I was like, why are my eyes so puffy? Like, I feel like I'm crying in my yeah. sleep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it's so true. But, but you cry. just have to keep moving forward. That's the thing is you settle into your feelings. You feel what you feel. You give yourself a day or two, Mm -hmm. and then you just keep moving forward. But, you know, honestly, Nina, like 15 years from now, you're going to look back and just Mm -hmm. be like, oh, man, remember when? And we came came through this. Same with you, Dom. Like, you're going to look back and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I did that all by myself. Like, what a proud moment, Mm -hmm. you know, to know, like... I lived my best life during yeah, the coronavirus. And well, so, man, I missed this part of my yeah. life. <laughs> I know. One day when I have kids, I'll sit back and I'll just be like, man, I missed those yeah, days yeah. when I was secluded. I missed, like, so it used to be walking through the snow and be like, remember that time when yeah. we were sheltered in place? She's yeah. going to be, she's gonna, when she has kids, she's going to be quarantining herself yeah. in the car. Um, how many 
of times I got in my car and I was like, I gotta get away from these children. <laughs> the best was I saw a video that Kim Kardashian posted and she like purposely went into another room because she was trying to get away from her kids oh, and she's my. like, my kids are annoying me so much on the video. <laughs> and you hear North in the background. She's like, that's mean. <laughs> and she like rolled her eyes. She's like, I can't. Yeah. And she's in like a 10,000 square foot house. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, can't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, no one can't. <laughs> We're not blaming any of your mothers for losing your mind. Oh, right yeah. Well, thank you so much, 24 Carat Tribe, for joining us today. We appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Go like, share, subscribe, review. Follow us on 24 Carat Conversations Podcast. And until next time, sparkle on. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.